Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, movie fans, and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry, and I am back in the hosting chair tonight. I am also your CEO of this beloved Movie Council. I am here with my boys, my bros. It's just my blood tonight, and we're going to talk about why in just a few minutes. We got uh, some fun festivities tonight. We got a couple of new-ish movies we're going to talk about, very popular ones. Uh, and we're going to do some other stuff with some news. And so DP is going to ask some awkward questions and get <laughs> way too far behind the fucking curtain because we've all been drinking for a while now. So it's going to be a fun evening. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to talk about why it's just a Sherry Boys tonight in just a few minutes. But just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening tonight, just, 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 just take into consideration and be happy about the fact that you are about to get triple teamed by the Sherry Boys tonight. There's not too many people that can say that. And I don't even mean just women. I mean people in general. That can there's say a, there's that. a few. There's a few. <laughs> We're all. Are there any Eskimo brother situations where <laughs> all three of us? We'll get into that later. Yeah. All right. Anyways, let's go. Let's introduce the our bros. Of course, we have to kick it off with my boy, my right hand man, my COO, the number one movie guy on the planet. He, excuse me, let me start again. The reigning, defending number one movie guy on the planet. He's the hot shot banker, Mister Andrew Sherry. What's going on, man? I'm actually a power bottom in this uh, triple Whoa. team. Yeah, yeah. I, Whoa! That, that, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. Uh, well, I'm doing got a little low energy tonight. I know you need a little more from me. But... A little bit. I need a, little, I, need a little, I need a lot more out of you, to be honest. To be honest. Well, I am on vacation once yeah, again. So. I'm not surprised. Did you get thrown out a window today? The, <laughs> you ruined the buffet at the Harrow Club or anything like that? No, not yet, but uh, I'm sure that's coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I felt like leaving the house, I might get thrown out of a window. Yeah. Drive up to the place in your crappy blue Chevy Nova. Yeah. <laughs> What's the high school? What's the high school t-shirt he has? Mumford High School? Is that the t-shirt? Yeah, Mumford Phys Ed. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I, that You can buy that t-shirt on Amazon, just so you know. <laughs> it's available. I've thought about it. Anyways, <laughs> uh, AJ, happy you're on vacation. Happy you're here tonight. Let's uh, swing it on over to my other boy, my other bro, my other big bro, the producer, the editor, the hardest working man on this podcast, Mr. Dan Sherry. What's going on, man? What is happening, T-Dubs? hey -oh. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I am just like not mentally prepared for this <laughs> podcast tonight. I'm all over the place, kind of last second trying to put shit together and hey remember what the hell i wanted to yeah. talk about and some technical issues tonight yeah yeah we're starting a little late yeah yeah technical issues threw me off and i'm struggling to get back in <laughs> it's well, a form well but, listen uh, listen you look great oh right. well thank you thank you Beard looks good mm -hmm. my hair looks terrific like usual yeah everything just works <laughs> right there I mean, it just works <laughs> Right. Yeah, because you can only see me from the neck up. So that's true. That's that's true of all of us. It's a sherry trait. 
<laughs> Speaking of it so. just being a sherry evening, uh, we're not going to swing it on down to Charlotte, unfortunately. No. Uh, our boy Marky reached out, reached, 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 reached. Is that a word? Greek? Greg? Greek? Brog? Anyways, he reached out to us this morning. Uh, he's not feeling well. Uh, I don't know what it is. That is that does tend to happen when you have two young children at home. It's like living in a fucking petri dish. Mm. And uh, he picked up something. He's not feeling well. He's under the weather, so he will not be with us this evening, unfortunately. So for anybody who tunes in just to hear the the sweet sultry sounds of Marky, unfortunately, it won't be uh, tonight. But you will get the obnoxious uh, Massachusetts mass hole. Uh, um, well, actually, we don't. We don't really have Boston accents. Have you noticed that? Mm. We don't. Yeah, we, we've all got rid of them over the years yeah so because they're obnoxious yeah they know. really are I, I got tired <laughs> of like meeting people from out of town and them asking me goodwill hunting questions you know? <laughs> oh are you from salty like all right yeah no not even close but uh we do have a lot to do tonight mark you will be missed he he's been on most of them he's a bit of an iron man so it's uh that that's tough to be without him tonight but mm. uh again you got three sherry boys coming at you it's an all mm-hmm. sherry blood occasion and we're going to have a lot of fun. I feel like we did this one other time and shit went off the fucking rails. I like believe it did. Ages yeah. Ages ago. Sure? I don't doubt that's going to happen. AJ doesn't have to work in the morning. He's on vacation <laughs> for the seventh time this year already. And uh, so he, we all get to sleep in, right? DP, you get nothing in the morning, right? Yeah, nothing in the morning at yeah, all. So. I'm not even getting up to watch walk the fucking dog. It's supposed to be a washout tomorrow. So fuck it. Mm-hmm. Let's have some fun. I, um, I've earned I, that vacation time. Yeah, I, I, I heard you. Uh, can I just say this too? I I will be going out to dinner tomorrow evening. Ah, mm. uh, uh, taking Aiden out to celebrate. So, uh, it, you know, I I feel like bragging. So, uh, uh, about six months ago or so, he got that job working yeah. for the video game company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like coding and working on VR games. And at the time, it was a, you know, they hired him as a contractor. They gave him right. a one year contract and he was 1099, blah, blah, blah. Uh, now, six months later, they halfway through his contract, they have now actually officially offered him and hired him on as a full time employee. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Good and for AW. I tell you what, he is going to be making more money than. I met like it. I was in my 40s by the time I was making what he's about to be making at Son 21 years old. Yeah. Son of a bitch. So he really fucking hit the jackpot and worked his ass off. So super proud of him. So I just want to give a little shout. I know he won't listen, but no, yeah. I want to give a shout out because that's fucking awesome. He really, he's too cool. You know, he's yeah. that gen generation. Like, he just, yeah. that's how he talks. <laughs> you know, and he doesn't, podcast is so fucking 2021. Yeah. Like, I was two years ago, <laughs> asshole. But uh, good for AW. Taking him anywhere good? Uh, wherever he wants to go. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. Just going to figure something out on the fly. Mm-hmm. Right, a boy. Yeah. All right. That's how we, how we roll. If for some bizarre reason, AW, you do decide to listen to this, uh, congratulations, buddy. Happy for you. I'll, ta- I'll try. I'll yeah. probably forget, but I should text him at some point. Yeah. Congratulations, dude. Yeah. Yeah. J- jerk off. Anyways. GP, <laughs> um, real quick, why don't you go ahead and uh, drop our social media before we forget? Oh, yes. Thank you. I totally would have forgot. So, yeah. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. We can be found at Movie Council Pod. Uh, and if you want to send us an email that can be sent to movie council pod 
at gmail.com. And uh, wherever you're listening, uh, especially on iTunes, uh, Spotify, make sure you rate the show. Give us five stars. Write a little review. It helps us out. And yeah, it kind of boosts the numbers even more if you write a review or give us a rating. So we appreciate it. There you go, DP. Uh, I, you know, before we get into, you know, I know the get to know the uh, the podcast members question is coming. Let me ask you one personal question real quick. Mm. Did you tell uh, Minaj about Minaj circa 1999 that we saw? <laughs> I, uh, I did. Uh, I absolutely just did. Just for yeah. anybody listening, we had we we went out for Mother's Day. We all took uh, took our mother out. She was out with her four sons, and uh, our waitress looked stunningly like dp's wife stunningly but from what like 20 20 years ago yeah years ago uh like i said menage fucking circa 1999 2000 somewhere in that area Mm -hmm. shockingly similar like the smile the voice the face (laughs) it was like she it was like she died and got reincarnated but she's still alive it's really fucked up Mm -hmm. how did she feel about that that scenario uh she was all right with it um uh i personally a little upset i you know i gave her my number and she hasn't called yet so oh well yeah well unfortunately you don't I have kid, a time machine either so, <laughs> I mean... so anyways little right, little, little little uh behind the curtain right there why, why don't we you know what why don't we do um news first dp and yeah then, uh then we'll get into that and then we'll get into uh the main crux of what we're doing this week what do you have for news I uh well, one little thing, but oh yeah, on. sorry about uh... that. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> my, I, my, I do too. So uh, my little piece is uh just I think it was just today, which would be a couple days ago when you are listening to this. The uh teaser trailer for Killers of the Flower Moon dropped. The Scorsese movie mm-hmm. with uh, DiCaprio and Robert De Niro's in it, and Brandon mm-hmm. Fraser, uh, Fat Damon, Jesse Plemons Ugh, is in it. God, um, but yeah, the the trailer dropped. It's like this period piece set in yeah. kind of like uh, late eighteen hundreds ish America, and it looks fucking phenomenal. I it's yeah, yeah just a, a a quick little teaser trailer, but. God damn, I can't wait for that movie. That looks good. Funny you bring it up, DP. I was randomly just watching a shit ton of trailers the other day. I was looking at, you know, 2023 most anticipated movies, and I was looking up, and I happened Mm -hmm. to see that. And I saw, oh, shit, it just dropped today. It does look really interesting. Hopefully it won't be like seven hours long like The Irishman was. Mm. But uh, it does look good. I mean, Leo is Leo's always good. You know what I mean? He's worth the price of admission no matter what. So it does look really interesting. Looks, uh... Looks very violent. Yes. Like hella violent. Big time. Yeah. Like I watched at least four people get their shit kicked in, like just in the trailer. <laughs> um, so very violent. Uh looks looks good though. Mm-hmm. And I know it's um it has to do with um like a some type of string of murders in an uh in a uh, um Native American tribe and mm-hmm. big culture clash. And it does look it does look really good. So I'm, yeah. I'm definitely a little out of um is that something really Scorsese has done? Something like that? Yeah. I mean, like you said, other period pieces, but never this period at all. You know. Yeah. So this is AJ. Yeah. AJ is score is Scorsese do gangs in New York? Is that is that Scorsese? Right. So I mean, that's a little 
that's a little again i'm gonna need a little more out of you but um that's uh that's <laughs> i mean maybe he can get into something like that i don't know that kind of gang warfare culture clash it does look very good so anyway all right well um i have a quick thing if you guys don't mind uh i don't mind it's very you're gonna like it dp because it's, it's a comic book movie related I like um, something i was just i was i was scrolling through twitter the other day and um there was uh apparently they've been sending out advanced screenings of the flash the ezra oh, miller, yeah. Ezra mm-hmm. miller flash that's going to be coming out uh, next month i believe june yes i think um, so yeah so apparently stephen king got an advanced screening of the flash mm-hmm. uh and this was his tweet we got it right here this is his tweet. Quote, I got an advanced screening of The Flash today. As a rule, I don't care a lot for superhero movies, but this one is special. It's heartfelt, funny, and eye-popping, and I loved it. James mm. Gunn replied. It just said, he just said, hell yes, it is. So that's the thing. I was really kind of concerned about this movie because Ezra Miller, for lack of a better term, is... What? Yeah, unhinged. I think okay. if, <laughs> unhinged works too. Yeah, nuts. This fucking guy. <laughs> and I understand James Gunn did send put out that video about how this particular movie is going to reset the universe. So you know, some shit is going to happen. Something crazy. Um, my guess is they'll probably kill off Ezra Miller because I don't see a long term contract mm. in the cards for this guy. If you have a chance, look up Ezra Miller's Wiki- Wikipedia and go to his like personal life. Or mm-hmm. like personal life and, and like uh, uh, like legal legal issues. Yeah, 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 that yeah. is always like <laughs> and clear some time in your schedule because there's a lot to get through. Oof. He is uh, wow, what a weird guy! Mm-hmm. Great actor. I mean, that kind of comes with the territory, I guess. But man, he's fucked. Um, but uh, this movie looks great. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, Stephen King. I was reading has some. Um, uh H.A., you read those uh Stephen King books, those uh what the hell were those Stephen King books that were set in like a multiverse? Um The Dark Tower. Oh yeah, like the gunslinger and that shit. Yeah. So he's he's got some he's got some um experience in uh in that, in the multiverse stuff. That's a multiverse type of thing, AJ. I don't know. I've not read it. You oh. I thought you read those Dark Tower ones when we were growing up. <clears throat> You used to read Stephen King novels and I read, and I read the horror stuff. Yourself. Yeah, I read the horror stuff mostly in Eyes okay. of the Dragon, and okay. then I did read the read the Green Mile stuff. So. I read those as well. Those were, I mean, those came out in installments. Those were great mm. fucking books. Fucking mm-hmm. loved it. <clears throat> Anyways, so that looks interesting. Me and DP were talking mm-hmm. the other day. The Blue Beetle um, uh, trailer dropped, and and the kid that's playing Blue Beetle is the is is Miguel from uh, from Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that should be really interesting. That look like I don't know. That one looks like it's going to be really good or really bad. I don't think really in the middle. So yeah. some really interesting shit coming out this summer for oh. these comic book movies. Yeah, I can I just say uh, you know, we just mentioned James Gunn, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone. I uh, because I I really think. You guys need to fucking see this film. I, I um, will. I definitely. I, will. I I wouldn't mind actually doing like a movie council episode where we do all three Guardians movies and just kind of review mm-hmm. them all, because Volume Three is phenomenal. Uh, I saw it last week. It really is the best Marvel movie I think since Thor Ragnarok. 
like mm-hmm. no lie, one of my top top two or three favorite Marvel movies I've ever seen. It is so good. It's just such a like a beautiful way to wrap up the Guardians movies too is you know emotional and yeah. beautiful. The hands down the greatest fucking fight scene in Marvel movie history. The the scene where they're like in a hallway and the whole team is together fighting. It is fantastic. Like beautiful fight choreography, awesome special effects, so so well done. I cannot say enough how great I think Guardians Volume 3 was. I loved it. I mean, I've been excited for, like, I know it sounds weird, but I, I like the, actually, I didn't, I, I I liked the first one. I really liked the second one. Yeah. But then what got me really excited was that Christmas special. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, I, I love that so much. It got me really hyped for, for the third. So a yeah. friend of mine saw it recently, and uh, she was telling me she loved it. Very emotional. But uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was really great, so I'm pumped yeah. for that shit. Yeah, it's really I gotta good. get myself over to the theater at some point. Actually, we were talking about getting over to the theater because that that BlackBerry movie is out now. Mm. That that I mean, because we're doing two um, uh, movies tonight about you know technology and how it was created and how it mm-hmm. you know the business end of it. Um, there's the the BlackBerry movie. It's Glenn Howerton and um, Jay Baruchel. Uh, yeah. The reviews are fucking outstanding for it, like mm-hmm. in the 90s and both on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and it's playing locally. I looked at it. It's, it's playing tomorrow. Uh, I was going to try. I don't know if I got time, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to try to get over and see that as well. I'm going to get myself to the theater for a couple of these things soon. So I forget one of uh, another podcast other than I, there, there are other podcasts out there, people. I know mm. most of our fans, all they listen to is us like on a loop. So mm. they probably don't realize there are mm. other podcasts, but there are. And mm. I, what I listened to, I forget. I think it was uh, maybe it's Anthony Jeselnik, but uh, it, he had mentioned that he had seen it, and it's a, one of his favorite movies of the year. And Guardians like, or Black, exactly. Blackberry? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Okay. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it really does. So I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm interested for it. So, um, all right. Well. I know AJ yeah. news isn't really your thing, but if you have anything I, I, to add, I do. I do have something to add. Hey, hey, hey! Wish I knew how to use this. Uh, what's what's going on over web there? Web browser. Okay, so we obviously are um, all aware of the writer's strike. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. A couple yeah. A couple weeks old now. Yeah. Um. So this isn't really. I guess technically a movie, but it's a spinoff of a movie. You know, Colin Farrell's doing a Penguin show yeah, on HBO yeah. Max. So that the, that show that was set to film in Westchester, New York on Tuesday, but the um, WGA East Picketers got their early in Teamsters and local guilds refused to cross the picket line. As a result, filming on the Batman spinoff series was shut down for the day Tuesday. Sources tell Deadline writers took to Twitter to mark the occasion with DCC-themed quips. See below. I, I didn't read through that part of it. But, um, yeah, so they're causing some havoc and probably, you know, lots of shootings. I feel like this I, happens every, like, five years with, with, the, with yeah. this writer. You know, right? Am I wrong? This happens often. I mean, it, as far it, as strikes go. 
Yeah, I mean, I remember a few in my in just like the past twenty years. So yeah, it's it's happened yeah, I feel a like few I, times. I feel like, like I heard heroes uh, got ruined because yeah. of the right. Self Southland did too. When yeah. was that though? But that was a while ago because I feel like it was that yeah, I read 04, somewhere it was like 05. fifteen or sixteen years ago was the last time like a major one like this happened. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys, yeah. this might be my moment to write the uh, Harry Ellis prequel because mm-hmm. they, they need <laughs> they need material, right? Right. Oh, yeah, I, I got some ideas for that too. I, I do too. We, we I, was, I, was, and... I was gonna say also, Dan. Like, I'm glad uh, Scorsese got his shit done before. <laughs> yeah. Shit, you know, before the yeah. you know a lot of this stuff. Like, but you know, a lot of stuff's gonna be delayed, like this, like this Penguin show and stuff. You know, it's gonna mm. be disrupted by this whole thing. So, I mean, it's not unexpected. It's just, you know, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah, and you know, fucking pay the goddamn writers. Yeah, that's it. You know, like, like pay them. Haven't they you made enough money? Yeah. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> they yeah. fucking. Oh, what happened? Oh, you haven't these struck by lightning? Rich... Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> haven't these rich studio execs like? Don't they have enough money? I mean, how much right? is enough? Oh. Pay the goddamn writers. Oh, business is bad. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see the last episode of uh, Ted Lasso? The one this. Oh shit! I no, forgot to I'm watch it this up week. Yet. Yeah. All right. Never, never mind. Never mind. One this one of the scenes in that in that episode might re sort of make you think about some of these rich studio execs and yeah. these rich people and <laughs> yeah. etc. So yeah. Really good episode. I knew um, I was getting to fucking do something this week. That was it. All right. All right. So hey actually real quick, TW, uh yeah. the the Ellis prequel movie. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on having um Reginald Vell Johnson's Officer Powell being mm. like one of the main characters in it, you know, like uh, arresting Ellis on you know cocaine okay. charges and stuff. Oh, maybe not Is a it... major role, but I think Officer Powell needs to be in it. He could be a fucking yeah. bartender, Powell. <laughs> Come on, that guy's got to be in it. D- Dwayne, he's got to be in. It. Um, yeah, no, I I love all those characters. They yeah. Dwayne should be in it too. Yeah. Um, oh fuck yeah. yeah! They're they're shooting at the lights. <laughs> I love that guy. So Dwayne could just be a detective at that point, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Got <laughs> fucked on national television, Dwayne. <laughs> no, I got some ideas. I got some. I got some, uh, I'm really, right, I right. some really crazy ideas actually about that one. Because <laughs> I, I I have to. I have an idea, and we'll get it. We can get. We don't have to do it now. But I have an idea to explain. Why the bullet that Hans put in him didn't actually kill him? Okay, the whole thing, the whole thing. Right? Well, I'll, well maybe there's this. Yeah, maybe this has been it. our show about those two feds. <laughs> oh yeah, Johnson Johnson, no relation. Those fucking guys. Yeah. <laughs> no relation. There's so fucking many cowboys. There are so many. We've talked about. There are so many characters from like eighties, nineties, like especially early nineties movies, like side characters. Like that you could do. Like I said, like mm-hmm. I, I would do a whole movie just on Chet from Weird Science. Like just like just that guy's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> I would totally watch a Chet movie. <laughs> what is this? Bill Paxton. Like, I mean yeah. this is some nobody. It's some Dude, there, you could seriously go through any 80s, like popular <laughs> 80s movie and come up with like a side character in every single mm-hmm. one. They like mm. I would do I would do a fucking Ed Rooney spinoff. Right. We've already seen off. it. 
It, you take the fuck. You take Johnny from Co- from Karate yeah, Kid, exactly. and boom, you got fucking gold, baby. <laughs> and pretty much any of William yeah. Zabka's roles in the eighties, yeah, could be a spinoff <laughs> show as well. <laughs> like the douchebag from Just One of the Guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there is so many. Like, like seriously, think of any eighties movie. Like Dude. right now, you can come up. I mean, Ferris Bueller's Day Off alone, you could come. I mean, mm-hmm. fucking Charlie Sheen's character. In the, in the <laughs> right, he has like two minutes of screen time. <laughs> yeah, but, dude, yeah, there's a full backstory for him. <laughs> he's an interesting character. This is a whole new, <laughs> see, I think this is a whole new genre that we could cr- like really tap into. Mm. Just I'm the most obscure yeah. shit. I mean, they already of. did it for Karate Kid, sort of. Like, they yeah, brought, yeah. I mean, I they, mean, they, oh they brought, it works. They brought they're they're a market for it. They did bring back the main character too, but still, wide yeah. open market. It, it really is. I mean, and you could spin off Cobra Kai too. You could spin off with like you know, with some of the characters there. Like James yeah, of course. Mom. Yeah, I mean, there's there's anything. I mean, think, again, any '80s movie, especially '80s. I don't know what the hell it right? is. There's something about those side characters in the '80s that were just so like over so the top and yeah. colorful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. just so amazing. Anyways, we'll do this all night. All right, <laughs> we better get Speaking to what we're of doing. The '80s. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey yo, that's a segue, folks. <laughs> and now there was I ruined the, uh, it by pointing it out. There was right. the '80s uh, drinking mostly. Are you buying? <laughs> Sorry, DP. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, speaking of the eighties, uh, we got two movies. Which one? Uh, I personally vote. Uh, we talk about Tetris first. Yeah, we'll save air that. for a second. That's not, yeah, sound like a plan for you guys. Yeah, yeah. yep, I like so. that. All right, All right well, so uh, yeah, you, you want to kick pick us it off up. with it? Sure. Yeah, we'll do Tetris. Tetris. Um, so, like I said in the intro, we're we're doing a couple movies tonight that are are basically biographies of um, tech inventions, whatever the hell mm-hmm. you want to call it, technically. Yeah. Um, we're doing Tetris, and then we're going to, uh, obviously, about the game Tetris that came out for Nintendo back in the in the 80s. And then, of course, uh, we're going to do Air, which is about the the uh, Air Jordan sneaker, of course. So, um, let's start off with Tetris. Let me, um, I'll, I'll give a quick, just a quick brief about mm-hmm. it. Um so uh tetris again it's it's about it's about the game tetris it's about the story of hank rogers um who was kind of a failing video game creator software salesman he's kind of a a man of all trades and never really kind of figured it out struggling um and he discovers the game tetris it came from russia um he he ended up you'll see at the beginning of the movie when you watch it Uh, again spoilers heavy heavy spoilers for everyone listening so if you don't want it spoiled go watch it and come back um he discovers it at a game convention but he finds out that the original prototype is from russia uh he is immediately obsessed with tetris and he wants to bring it to america he wants the nintendo game he wants the arcade game eventually gets in a game boy he wants it all um but it ends up becoming this battle because it's from Russia and the Russian government at the time, um, which was going through a really weird change. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. For lack of a better term. Um, yeah, they, the entire Soviet yeah. Union was collapsing. Collapsing. Like, yeah. Literally as well with the wall coming down. I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it ended up becoming this, this race between 
Russia and America and these 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 Brits, uh, this billionaire Brit family, all trying to uh, acquire the rights to this game because they knew it was going to be a massive um, success for for everything for all all the platforms, which it mm-hmm. was. I mean, Tetris became very very uh, popular. Fuck yeah. um, so this is the story of it, and uh, Taron Edgerton uh, plays the lead. There's not a ton outside of Taron Edgerton that we really know all that well. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of randos outside yeah. of Taron Edgerton. Well, uh, there's a dude from uh, Captain America. Uh, but what the, oh, geez, I'm drawing a blank on uh, his character's name, but it was one of the, the bad guys in Captain America and then continued on through Winter Soldier and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I was Toby Jones, that's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, the, the little guy. Yeah, he, he was uh, Dr. Zola. In right. Captain America, that's right, his right. name. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it ends up becoming uh, this really convoluted struggle to uh, to acquire the rights of it. But um, let's, you know, we don't have to tell the whole story. Let's just talk about how we feel about it. AJ, what do you think about Tetris? Well, <clears throat> I have a couple thoughts on Tetris. Mm-hmm. One, like I, I feel like. Just the way the story was told, they're playing fast and loose with the facts a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's clear. That's clear. Yeah, it, it's obvious as you're watching, right? Some and some of the characters were very caricaturish. Mm-hmm. You know, they're almost like they were. It was hard to take them seriously at times. Like some of the Russian, like they're all doing the stupidest shit sometimes. Like yeah. you know, like are they really trying to portray portray them this way? But I guess here's my real thought though. I wish that this was a documentary instead because I I sort of don't I don't think in this format it worked that well for me. I don't think it was bad, but I I am interested in the subject matter. Mm-hmm. So I I think in an actual documentary some of these like crazy things that happened, you know, I guess it would just it would land better for me that I don't know the information would I don't know, resonate for me more in a documentary form. I, I don't know. But I thought Edgerton was good. He's a good actor, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know. Some of the some of the stuff was the back and forth was interesting. But that's what I mean. Some of it was interesting. A lot of it was interesting enough for me to want to know what really happened. So, yeah. I mean, on the whole, I don't think it was terrible. I just wouldn't have preferred it as a dramatic presentation of you know the the real thing that happened so that's mm. sort of my take on it generally speaking dp how, do you feel the same way um uh not exactly but i i totally get what you're saying because it was it's such a fucking crazy story that i i would love to know what really happened versus mm. what they say happened cuz like you say, you can tell some of the shit's just too over the top, and you know, like, all right, didn't go down exactly that way, but I I totally want to know how it really went down. I get that, but at the same time, but like, yeah, Taron Edgerton was great, but I loved everyone else in this. Like, I think part of it might be because I didn't know any of them, so they all seemed very genuine. Um, I, I loved the 
like the title cards and the way they transitioned from scene mm-hmm. to scene with like the eight bit graphics yeah, and shit. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I thought that was a really cool little, you know, aspect to it. I, I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, and, and over, like I said, it is a great story, and I, I thought the performances were great, and like I said, those transitions were awesome. So overall, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I yeah i i feel like maybe if i watched air before this one i might have felt different because like watching air afterwards i was like oh uh, well, well we'll get to that when we get to air but um yeah yeah overall i thought i thought it was really well done and well acted and a, a fun story so i definitely recommend mm-hmm. this movie I, I enjoyed it so i liked it i actually really liked it um because again, yeah, I didn't know the story. Are they telling us the whole story? Mm-hmm. Right? There's no way. Um, right. But and let me tell you a couple of things that I, I I didn't like first. And AJ, by the way, write in my notes. I actually um, typed. It actually says this. This would probably have been better as a documentary. So I completely <laughs> fucking agree with you on that. Um, yeah. And and some okay. of the stuff was annoying. Like there was way too much of like the America is good, Russia is bad propaganda yeah. stuff. That got it got yeah. a little tedious. Um, and it was it was really overdone in spots. And like that like that whole chase scene at the end was like fun, but it was like that was just kind of, it was pointless. And then the whole th- there was one thing that really bothered me was the whole like he missed his kids recital I'm like how many yeah. fucking movies is that in the absent father misses the recital that happens every fucking movie where a dad oh he works so much he missed the recital oh can you, can you come up with anything else than that like and so i thought that was really fucking lazy and i will say the flip-flopping with who had the rights and who didn't have the rights and then i have the arcade and i have the fucking video game and i have the game boy and all it got to the point where i was like can somebody get a fucking hold of this and just do it and just win right it got like it got very fucking my anxiety was through the roof by the end of this thing <laughs> like i and like i you know i think at one point i actually stopped it and like googled hank rogers just to make sure everything worked out because i couldn't fucking take mm-hmm. it after a while it got it got heavy <laughs> Got real fucking heavy like that, but yeah, that's mm. why I wanted it to be a documentary because I just wanted to kind of like yeah par- parse through that stuff and give me the facts and like what yeah. happened the timeline you know mm-hmm. yeah because it is a fascinating story it really mm-hmm. is so let me tell you some of the things that I that I I did actually really like about it mm-hmm. um, the director John S Baird okay. I liked I liked his style I really did he did Stan and Ollie I don't know if you guys have seen Stan and Ollie like no one has. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's the it's, it's the Laurel yeah. and Hardy biopic. Right. Um, it's John okay. C. Riley and um, uh, that British guy. Uh, um, oh come on, he's in the other guys. Steve Coogan. Um, mm. It's very good, very good. I would check that out. Um, there were certain scenes that made me like I got like tingles over. Like remember when he goes and sees the Game Boy like that, mm-hmm. and any any pitches why you should pair it with Tetris. Yeah. To come out like I rewound that like three times and watched it back. I thought Terry mm-hmm. Edgerton was brilliant in that scene. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, if you guys remember, I fuck I had a Game Boy. I fucking loved that thing. Yeah. And uh it did. There, there were there were choices. You could buy the Game Boy with Tetris or with Super Mario, or you could get the whole bundle and get both. Right. It was right. Super cool. I think I ended up getting both because I was a spoiled fucking brat and yeah, you were. Hey, and <laughs> getting me both. Um 
So I liked it. I liked uh, the mixing the gaming universe with the history of the Cold War. Um, I don't know. Again, but, but I just I oh I also loved just how they described how brilliant that game is. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about it, it's falling fucking blocks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's falling blocks. Dude, but I love that. I play that brilliant. to this day. Is I it, love it, that game. You yeah, could, you could. I mean, it stands I the test t- time. I play Tetris Connected all the time. It's a new version of it. It's yeah. awesome. It's it, a, I put my headphones on. There's music that goes with it, and the music goes kind of like in time with like how well you're doing in the game and stuff. Yeah. It's like oh, super awesome. cool. <laughs> yeah, they, super like, cool. Remember when they showed the original prototype with that guy that like played the Russian guy who invented it? It was just like mm-hmm. the I forget what what those were. That were uh, parentheses. They're yeah, like the, parentheses yeah. right it's a bracket. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what was great when the uh, actually I like the part where like uh, Hank's visiting him at his house, and they decide like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if he got like if you like, could do all four at for, once and, and they all start, four like, at once and boom and they, yeah blows yeah. up yeah that's how you get Tetris like that's what, mm-hmm. I wish like, they had I wish they had focused way more on that like the development that, of the game that, and like yes. mm-hmm. I think that would have been so much cooler like I I think that's more like for us I think mainstream people kind of like more uh, like the edge story um, i think so but i don't know i thought it was fast paced i thought the you know i thought the balance was good i thought the screenplay was good yeah um, can, can i bring up a, a thing i really loved about yeah. it too uh the uh, the maxwells there how yeah. horribly douchey they were oh, like, yes. like the son who's like 20 and anytime anyone call him kevin he's like it's mr maxwell yeah yeah <laughs> like fuck you dude yeah they made them so perfectly hateable. Like, but almost, almost they was, were great. Foils. Was it border, Was it a yeah. little forced, especially with the with the younger with the younger? Yeah, guy? especially with Mister Maxwell. The older, but the older fun. one, I kind of liked him. Actually, I thought he was funny until he acted like a total twat at the end when they were yeah. in Russia. Um, and and the guy that played the like the lead KGB agent, oh god, that character sucked. He was yeah, he was a bit over the top. I, yeah, I, I, I agree I thought, there. But I think overall, I thought Taron Edgerton worked his ass off in this movie. I really mm-hmm. do. I think he worked hard. He's a good actor. He is. I thought he did well. Um, and again, it was it was nice. It was nice to watch all those like Nintendo throwbacks. It made me feel like right? a kid again. I, you know, like, yeah, that was the mid eighties. I was born in nineteen eighty. Like I was just such a kid. Like I was. I grew up with that shit. So like you mm-hmm. said, DP, that eight bit graphics when they were like changing the scenes and that was all yeah. like and they were showing the Super Mario shit. I thought that mm-hmm. was really cool. So yeah. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, there were some problems. It could have been better, but um, I had fun with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. It was a good time. Yeah, it was an uh, interesting little vehicle for like Apple to put out something like that. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I meant I meant to mention that it's an Apple one. If you guys want to watch right. it, right? Yeah. Remember, it's interesting. I thought, it was, I thought it was the cock for some reason, but it is it is Apple. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, look, good flick. Uh, review. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes loved it. Uh, the critics gave it. Uh, yeah. Percent. The uh, audience was eighty eight. Yeah. Um, there was no box office. It for the most part went straight to Apple. Yeah, um, that's right. Uh, they might have put it out just so in case there's any Academy Award stuff that's in play. Right. Maybe Taron Edgerton. I don't know, but uh, there really was there was no box office for you know. I didn't see any sales on it at least when I when I researched it. So, um, look, I recommend it. I it's a fun watch. Again, you know, when we talk about you know rewatchability, I don't know. I mm-hmm. think some of the things that annoy me might annoy me more on a second a second watch, but um, I don't know. Maybe I would. It's fun. It's a good flick. Yeah. I, 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 for, I forget 
God, I forget the name of the series, but there was a, uh, a, a short, like limited series on Netflix that was a documentary series about about the video, like you know the the evolution of the video game. Yeah, and uh, so it touched on this stuff briefly as it went along, and didn't really get into the Tetris story specifically, but mm-hmm. you know. I I like I like those kind of stories because like you said, um, TW, it's like uh harkening back to you know the days when you were growing up and it's just I don't know, peek behind the curtain is super yeah. interesting to me in, on that front. Things yeah. we, you know, were the, playing the, with in entertainment back in yeah. the day and all that. Yeah. The real the real story, like sounds fucking I mean maybe it's not. Maybe yeah. the real maybe the real story is stupid. Like who knows? I mean, but they're if they if it's even half as convoluted as the movie, like that's a cool story that I'd watch. It, I mean, it, yeah, considering yeah. how crazy shit was in the well, right USSR at the time, then like I would bet a lot of that shit kind of happened. Right. Yeah. which makes you wonder like, why he would even get on a plane and go to Moscow. And I don't know they just kept doing that. I'm like, you guys out of your fucking minds? Like, <laughs> yeah. go to Moscow right now? Yeah, don't you they, they kill their own people. They're not gonna kill an American. They're not gonna steal their money. Just like mm-hmm. fucking moron. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's worth a watch. I'd check it mm. out. Um, sure, I would love to see Taron Edgerton get some love around awards time. Yeah. But you know, uh, actually. Movie, yeah, when a movie is released this early, they probably have the feeling that's probably not the case, right. but you never know. But uh quick quick side quest here. Uh did you guys see Rocket Man? Yes. I started watching it and I could not get into it. I know mm-hmm. it's it's supposed to be really good, and I love Elton John. I couldn't yeah. get into it though. Yeah, I I I thought Tyron Edgerton was fucking excellent. Um it was yeah, structure wise, the movie was, you know, eh. Uh, Story wise, is good. I don't like the structure of the movie, but I thought Taron Edgerton was amazing in it. You mean like the the musical? Yeah, and the whole like him, uh, you know, in the group therapy session, telling his story, and yeah, you know, the way kind of that's where it fell off for me. I couldn't get into it because yeah, it was just you know. But but overall, I, like I said, the story is great, and goddamn, I that's where I realized Taron Edgerton's like a serious fucking actor that he's legit yeah yeah so uh how about a rating on uh tetris where where you guys at um yeah yeah tw Um, you want to kick us off with a rating um by the way tara edgerton is only 33 years old jesus yeah it's got a future ahead of him yeah um i'd say i'd give it a solid three and a half i liked it i enjoyed it yeah, so I, uh yeah, AJ, you wanna go? No, oh, that's fine. Um yeah, I'll, I didn't hate it, but I don't know that I would recommend it, you know, uh you know without reservations or anything. So I'll say three out of five. All right. Not bad. DP? Ah, uh, for me, this is like good. This was like a solid B plus. Um mm-hmm. Uh, I'm closer to four, like three and three oh, okay. quarters, almost four on this. I, I thought this was really good. Okay. So, good flick. Yeah, I'd say I, three I, and three quarters. Yeah. I mean, look, Just I below a four-star movie. Yeah. Okay. Three, seven, five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you, you liked it? 
Very much. All right. Mm. All right. So we did a, a second movie. We did uh we did bury the lead earlier with this. Uh that we did uh we did the movie Air just came out. Uh directed uh by by Ben Affleck. He was in it as well. Um came out uh just last Friday, I believe, mm. is when it um uh, came out to streaming. It dropped in the theaters on April fifth, uh, but had about five weeks in the theaters, and then came to streaming on Amazon. Um, so again, it is a uh, Ben Affleck directed movie. It's about you know, like we said earlier, the Air Jordan and uh, how the, how Nike um, went from being you know kind of third in the uh, basketball shoe uh, basketball sneaker. Uh, business to becoming uh, the the force because of signing Michael Jordan and creating the air uh, the air Jordan and and uh everything that went along with it. Matt Damon was the lead in this. He played Sonny mm-hmm. Vaccaro. who was like uh you know obviously a you know kind of a basketball guru and a uh, sports executive who worked for the company. Ben Affleck was in it as well as Phil Knight, the owner of Nike. Um Viola Davis kind mm-hmm. of the, like I mean she kind of became a superstar, and then she just plays Mama Jordan in this. Uh, she was terrific. Don't get that was, by the way, uh, Michael Jordan's only like request when really? they asked if they could make this movie. He said the only he, he'll sign off on it as long as they get Viola Davis to play his mother. That Michael does Jordan. make sense. <laughs> Michael Jordan gets what he wants, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Let me, let me, uh, yeah, AJ, I'm gonna cue you up in a second because, um, mm-hmm. um. So again, this was all about how they uh, designed the shoe and uh, Lord Michael Jordan in, uh, you know, when Converse and Adidas were the, were the front runners. Really mm-hmm. interesting story, how it happened, how it all came down, pressure cooker. And I know I kicked off with AJ on Tetris, but I have to kick off with AJ on this one as well, because growing up, AJ was by far the biggest Michael Jordan fan that I knew, at least. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. even close. By far. But, yeah. I mean, Matt, I mean, borderline obsessed with my wide margin. Yes. Yeah. Huge. Mm-hmm. Loved the guy. Remember Michael Jordan come fly with me? Of course. He used to I watch do. that thing like three times a week. He loved I it. I did. <laughs> three times um, a week? It was at almost least. daily. It, yeah. Sometimes it was three times a day. It's a great <laughs> documentary. I mean, that's something to really watch. Mm. Anyways, AJ, since you were such a massive fan, I know the movie's not about Michael Jordan, but it is about oh. the shoe that was inspired by Michael Jordan and how they came. To, to come up with it yeah. so aj what did you think about air well first off uh first of all i want to say you guys watched the last dance right mm-hmm. so yeah, i think I they saw they, first i didn't watch the whole thing but i saw I half the of last it. Dance, yeah. yeah yeah so i think they touched on like how nike was like you know dragging ass behind these other two sh- you know shoemakers yeah in converse and adidas and you know Michael going with Nike was like this crazy thing at the time because mm-hmm. you know Nike wasn't known as a big bas mm-hmm. they weren't big in the basketball world that I mean think about that, that now. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what it's- Michael Jordan, what what they did together to to make put Nike on the map was like incredible. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we saw Kawhi Leonard signed with fucking New Balance a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, just random. Has not that. paid off for New Balance though. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, this still old man with, shoes. Yeah. Right, yeah, that guy. That guy's played as many games in the NBA as I have in the last couple of years. All <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but the, that whole thing, you know, with the Air Jordan and the logo and like the, the whole the way that they did the color scheme and stuff. All right, so that was 
all that was great to see like in a dramatic presentation it was directed really well i really liked this movie and like i'll tell you what i was thinking as i'm watching this they're really not using viola davis enough right in this movie and then they had that phone call towards the end and mm-hmm. i was like and i was like wow they finally used this woman in this movie <laughs> finally finally used viola davis and they nailed it in that they scene they really yeah. nailed it in that scene and apparently I was watching like a what culture, you know, DP Termion's is what culture top 10 list thing. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. One of these scenes that they, sh- one of these things that you wouldn't know from a film was air. They talked about how when they would do, because they had a lot of phone calls like mm-hmm. with, with Christmas and his character. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, and he was great, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, lunatic. And, and I'll get to that in a second, but I guess when they were on the phone, they had them like down the hall from each other so that Affleck could kind of direct both sides of the conversation or whatever. Yeah, I love that. Like, hmm. so he could be involved in like, yeah. So I, <laughs> I guess it just gave them the freedom to like really get crazy with it because the Christmas scene <laughs> and Matt Damon <laughs> was freaking hilarious and Christmas scene was great. Matt mm-hmm. Damon was great. Um, Affleck was great. There's that scene in the boardroom when they meet Michael Jordan and yeah. and uh, and uh, and uh, Ben Affleck uh, Knight's doing everything he can to fucking blow it. Yeah, right? video is there a video? Yeah. Oh. Is there a video there? He's <laughs> the video? forcing it. Like, he's supposed, <laughs> to be, he's supposed to be natural. He just kept forcing it. Oh, so, all that so stuff, douchey. Uh, Jason yeah. Bateman. Jason Bateman was terrific. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was a really smart idea to not really use. An actor or somebody for Michael Jordan, like yeah, you never saw Michael. You re- never really saw him. He never. I mean, he's you heard his voice or whatever over the phone, mm-hmm. but that was like right at the end when they were like, "Welcome to night," you know, "Welcome to Nike," whatever. But I really like this a lot. The only thing I don't like about this movie, I'll tell you, the opening credits. Okay, if you need to explain to me what 1984 looks like by showing me. Uh, the time to make the donuts guy, the yeah. Rubik's Cube, Run DMC, Mary Lou Retton doing a fucking floor routine, uh, Princess where's Diana, the <laughs> where's the beef, break dancing, uh, Hulk Hulk Hogan versus Iron Sheet. I wrote these down by the way. <laughs> uh, Cabbage Patch Kids, like, and, and all to the to the tune of uh, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Like, AJ, just so you know, <laughs> just so you know, about halfway through that, I started fast forwarding. I'm like, we get right. it, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. It's 84, we, we know, right. We know what's going on here. We know that, like, it's what ha- it was just too many, like, obvious needle drops for me. Yeah, and even yeah. the songs throughout the movie were very much like they were sometimes it didn't even make sense. There was like some Madonna song that came on during it, and I was like, You're just playing a 1984 song yeah, right now? Like, yeah, yeah. what do you want to do? I think it was Madonna. Or was no, it the, Cindy well, the, the, Are you no, talking about time after time? That, is that I thought Cindy Lauper? Perfect. Yeah, yeah I thought Cindy that Lauper. worked actually. The same I thought Cindy Lauper. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked the soundtrack quite a bit. So it was I, like I, all so, my favorite eighties songs. Well, yeah. I don't know. Oh, if they is it time worked, after time? But, like a like a song about a lost love or something? Like that might have been a different one. But time after time was they had playing while they were waiting for Jordan to call back about. Yeah. Right. That was really good. Anyway, anyway, but a lot of them were like just these like very obvious like needle drop songs throughout the i didn't i mean the soundtrack was just a little too on the nose for me but Hmm. i love the movie i thought the acting was like so fucking good in this movie Mm -hmm. um all the performances just really 
Like everybody was locked in, like everybody was given their best in this month. And, uh, and then they finally used Viola Davis, <laughs> like for, for what I was hoping they would use her for, like to really steal a scene. And she did. And yeah, I thought they nailed it. I thought Affleck's direction was mm-hmm. really, really tight. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really liked it. I thought Damon was great in the lead and uh, he was believable and likable. And uh, I loved his whole thing in the in the boardroom when boardroom when he finally took over. Mm-hmm. Great he, scene, great yeah, scene. That was awesome. great, great, right? I think he really like, yeah, he shined in that moment there, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I loved it, loved it. DP, were you as excited about Air? A hundred percent. I thought this movie was fantastic. Um, yeah, like it, it, AJ covered a lot of it like those performances were so well done um like i loved ben affleck as the like well-meaning yet totally douchebag boss yeah you know like even in in that scene when he gives um sunny the go-ahead to like give michael a piece of the company like he's finally doing something good Yet he caps it off with like a douchey statement too, like yeah. you know, like he just couldn't help himself but to be douchey. But he still was like a good guy, and I think Ben Affleck captured that perfectly. You know, mm-hmm. um, over I loved the soundtrack, uh, and I think part of it, part of what I liked about it too, is just knowing that like the Air Jordan brand became what it is now, like a multi-billion dollar industry and to to see these beginnings of uh, like a time where it's even it's hard to fucking imagine a time when nike was like the third ranked fucking sneaker in the nba yeah Yeah. like it's the only sneaker in the nba now basically i mean like i said Kawhi went with new balance because he's a lunatic Mm. but uh, but otherwise it is nike and it's air jordan and there's really never been anything close to jordan air jordan Mm -hmm. since so uh, like seeing those beginnings knowing where it went and what it's become this kind of made that more fun but but it also kind of (laughs) ruined That moment, like the time after time moment there, like when they're waiting for Jordan to come back and it's kind of maudlin and like, oh no. And even Nicole at that point was like, oh gee, I wonder, is he going to go with Adidas? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like yeah. we know where it goes. So why, yeah, like why drag us along? We know he's signing with Nike. We, we, that's well established. So, yeah, it's almost like what else were you going to do there though, in that <laughs> intervening time? Yeah. Like, so. But but overall, yeah, it was it was great. It was well done, well acted, a great story too. And you know, like seeing, especially, oh, I loved that fucking scene when Michael's mom, you know, makes that deal and she's telling him like, no, like if you're gonna make all this money off him, he needs to be a fucking, you know, get a piece of this. And that one thing, the how that has changed yeah the industry yeah, yeah. overall and all these yeah. fucking people now being able to like really make money off marketing themselves and like it it changed the industry 
for the better for both sides too. It's well, you know do, better for the athlete, better for the companies. Like it worked for everybody. And then yeah. down the line, Sonny Vaccaro eventually was one of the people who um, campaigned to get college kids, mm-hmm. you know, yes. money for their likeness for video mm-hmm. games. And yeah, like that, and so. all these people are making money off of them. So why, you know, why can't they make some money off mm-hmm. of it? So. I love to see when when uh, Damon goes. <laughs> the fact that you know about a second simplex. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you probably probably have it. Yeah, probably um, everybody has herpes. Yeah, let me uh, let me just say, um, I don't think I'm as over the moon about this movie as you guys are. Um, I mm. liked it. Don't get me wrong, I liked it. There were certain things about it that that bothered me a little bit. Um, it came off almost like Aaron Sorkin wrote this movie. In as much mm-hmm. as that, that it was like, why is everybody so fucking clever? You know, like, I mean, and the jokes are like, everybody's so funny. You're like, it, it got like a bit like, all right. You know, it, it seemed a little unrealistic in that. Um, uh, okay. That conversation with Damon and Viola Davis is awesome. But my problem mm. with that whole thing is the movie was beautifully paced for about 90 minutes. And then at that 90 minute part, basically when that conversation happened, the movie just came to this slow drag towards the end. Mm-hmm. I thought that conversation between the two of them and honestly, how even though it was very well done, I thought it lasted forever. And I actually checked it. It lasted like like almost eight minutes, but it felt like like 30. It just like it was like it wouldn't end. Um, mm-hmm. That got on my nerves a little bit. Um, I can see I, that. I also found Chris Tucker to be insufferable in this movie. I I just I couldn't. I was I couldn't so excited to see him again. I haven't seen him yeah. in years. I was like, but, oh, it's Chris Tucker. And then in that one small okay. scene, I thought, but in that one small scene, I thought Marlon Wayans was awesome in the, the one quick scene he was in. I thought mm-hmm. he was great. Um, it, it also um, <laughs> to know the the history of it, knowing that Sonny eventually got fired from Nike in 1994, went to work for Adidas. It's like. <laughs> It just kind of puts like a weird thing on it. But let me just say, I you guys conveniently left out the fact that Jason Bateman was fucking brilliant. Oh, no, I said that. awesome. Oh, you did. Yeah, okay, he, he, I he said that. All right. Uh, I thought yeah. Jason Bateman was amazing. Yeah, he was awesome. awesome. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I, I wasn't as excited about Affleck. I thought he was fine. I thought his his directing was far better than his acting in this movie. It's um, usually the case with him. Right? Yeah, that, that, that's true. And like you guys mentioned, I did appreciate that they never showed Jordan. Like, yeah, that was cool. It, because then you'd just be like trying to mentally, you would be more focused on trying to be like, well, he doesn't look like Michael Jordan, you know, like yeah. it, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? So right. like, I, I even the enjoyed the, the ways they obscured him too. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. how they had kept him in the shadow and stuff. Like, And then they eventually showed yeah, like the fun. real Michael Jordan here and there. Like, the yeah, shot but I, I, I did like the fact that it, the movie reminded everybody that People really, if if, you, if people, a lot of people don't remember the fact that a lot of people underestimated Michael Jordan. You know, like he was the third pick in the draft, and he's the greatest player of all time. Don't get me wrong, Kim Olajuwon mm-hmm. was a terrific player, went number one. Yeah, Sam, Bowie, Sam Bowie, Sam sucked. Bowie, yeah, like I mean, he was underrated. Like this was a guy that you know got you know mm-hmm. cut from his high uh, high school basketball. Yeah. He, and you know, all those other players he was very underrated. Yeah. John Stockton, great player. Charles Barkley, great centers. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if John Stockton could have moved shoes, but like, I mean, right. yeah, yeah, but, no, but Jordan, but I, mean, I fuck anyone that says LeBron, 
Yeah, I know. Jordan I know. is we, the best we, player we, of all time. But let's not. Let, he just yeah. is. I, I mean, it's, it's a fact. But I, we're from Boston. I love Larry Bird. I love Bill Russell. Michael Jordan's the best player of all time. Yeah, I mean, uh, come on. The, you know, I, I will say you guys mentioned it. That Matt Damon pitch scene that was great. Terrific. I, I rewound it and watched it back three times. Like it, oh. it was really like hair, like back of the neck tingle. Yeah, it was really because. And by the way, let me ask you guys real quick. Remember, like he stopped. What the hell was the movie they were? They were just watching his college highlights. That was weird. Yeah. No, 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 no. What was going they on? They were there? watching the scene, the 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 moment in the uh, in the um the title game when he was a freshman against yeah. uh, Georgetown when he hits the game winning shot. No, no, no. I mean, right before Damon does the pitch when they're all like, "Hey, let's." Oh, oh, no! All right, oh, I, I, I remember a highlight remember package, but it was it's... just like his college shit with a stupid fucking '80s white guy song. Yeah, it was a terrible highlight package. It yeah. was just like, why were they watching his college? Shit? Like, I didn't get that. Like, what does this have to do with anything? And maybe that's why yeah, I, was I think like, that was part of it's the show plug, right i mean yeah well, well you it's... see damon's characters looking around the room like this yeah. isn't working but aj He's looking at mrs jordan but aj to to your to that other thing that when when matt damon talked about that shot that was awesome fucking incredible that right? was awesome talked mm, about how early like, in the movie james worthy who had been the number one pick right back, he was the know? decoy and look at jordan he looks so confident like, so give, me the ball. give me the no ball. hesitation give me the ball. when he shoots the ball yeah that fucking scene that was the play awesome yeah that was the play because james worthy about... because that jordan was a freshman james worthy who was sitting down the paint he went number one yeah, mm-hmm. you know, he was like draft. the All he American. Was he was their star. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jordan averaged, you know, like you know, fifteen points a game as a freshman. He was like freshman, you know, player of the year, whatever. But Worthy was a superstar. But that was a decoy. They all they all collapsed on Worthy, mm-hmm. and then the pass came to Jordan. He was ready, no hesitation. Yep, no hesitate. Like that, that was, was the play. So cool. Like I that loved was the play. It. And like I never, I don't know, I never broke that play down, so I never thought of it. But that is so mm-hmm. true. And that was and especially made, like this guy's an assassin. This guy's yeah. a killer. The, they weren't showing actors recreating. They're showing that actual that play, play, and you that do, is you what see happened. How goddamn calm michael was and he hit like he was just losing like give me the fucking ball and that's what he beautiful stroke and david even used a word like that too like he said he's a killer or he's a he's a he's a not assassin i think he even said he this guy is a killer like he's he is Mm -hmm. going to like he just knew and the other Um, component i think he led that conversation explaining like uh, I forget the guy's name. How could you remember him? Because nobody knows who he is now. But this guy who was like uh, signed like right around the time Michael Jordan signed in North Carolina, and that oh, guy ended up Linwood Robinson. I yeah. tried to look yeah. him up. <laughs> yeah, he he, he, he doesn't have a wiki. I mean, he turns a no so, one. But, right. So they he transferred to some other school because he he knew State. it too. He knew it too. Yeah. Like he knew it too. He knew this guy. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to play over this guy. This guy's a killer. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, AJ. Like like you said, like that. That I would say that scene when he was rewinding and breaking it down, and then bringing that up with Ben Affleck, and then that pitch scene. Those are my two favorite scenes in the movie. And it just brings me uh, us all back to the fact that this is maybe this is maybe one of Matt Damon's best performances when you really Mm -hmm. think about it. And he's he's kind of falling into that kind of George Clooney territory where he like he just. He just acts like Matt Damon in a movie, and it's like that's just who he is. 
but mm-hmm. it's still brilliant. It's still so well acted. He's just being himself, kind of, but he's super captivating. I, but I mean, but he's be- he was believable in the role, I think. This is my like favorite Barry. Matt Damon since yeah. The Martian. Like, I mean, this mm-hmm. is, I mean, I thought he was, I think, I, I know you guys said he was great. I think we're under, I think we're undershooting a little bit. I think he was brilliant in it. He was really, really good. Yeah. Really yeah. great. So, I, yeah. I really enjoyed his performance. He was the right person. To be. I know he's friends with Affleck, but he was the right choice. Yeah, of course. course. I I will not be surprised if uh, both Damon and Bateman get Oscar nominations. It's that kind of early in the year, but but it's that kind of film, Dan. It's that kind of film. Everything everywhere was this biopic. It's it's yeah. Well, also it also film. I guarantee they might even win Golden Globes because I guarantee it'll fall into like the comedy section. You know what I mean? Right. So they'll probably both win Goldens for it. I thought they were both great. I, I really yeah, do. I yeah, thought Bateman was super underrated. That really, I mean, horribly sad part mm-hmm. we talked about only being able to see. Yes, about Tina's daughter on oh Sundays. Oh, my God, and, that was so oh, sad. Giving her Nikes and. My God, like, I mean, oh, that was that felt so. And I don't have yeah. kids, but that felt so fucking real. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trying to equate that with. Damon being the fucking, you know, they they showed him earlier on being the Vegas gambler. I think that was a little on the nose. Uh, mm-hmm. But like the fact that he was trying to explain it to him, like, yeah, I can't be like you because of what my life is. And you can just take shots like that, you know, and that's mm-hmm. and, and I like that juxtaposition between the two of them trying mm-hmm. to explain their stances. I right. thought their chemistry was fantastic. Damon mm-hmm. and, and, and also I can't agree. I can I can agree with the, the Chris. Tucker thing. Like, I didn't think he was very good. But aside from him, I thought the I cast- love Chris Tucker. Aside from that, I thought the casting was was dynamite. If you, I mm-hmm. mean, you guys have seen um, uh, uh, Silver Linings Playbook, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, Chris Tucker's fantastic in that. I love yeah. Chris Tucker. I don't know. There was something about him in this movie that felt so. I don't even and know I... what the word is. Um, it was forced. It was like forced. Yeah, yes. like the word. <laughs> Maybe that's the word. It was just like yeah, you know, sounds, with a, yeah. without getting canceled on Twitter, I'll say forced. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I just, it was just, it was, it was on the nose. It was a bit on. It was way too yeah. on the nose with him. And I love mm-hmm. him. Yeah, the conversation he has with Viola Davis when they walk into the boardroom—that was it was too much. It was like it was yeah. so overacted. Like it mm-hmm. was just like it felt uncomfortable. Yeah, um, I know agreed. he was probably trying to go for an awkward thing because the whole yeah. early stages of that boardroom were intentionally awkward. Yeah, because to set up they were nervous. They were yeah. nervous. They it had started so badly. Yeah, it yeah. did because they had so much on the line. Right. And, and they, yeah, and then Affleck all awkward, and then you know yeah. Matt Sonny Vaccaro hey, wraps it up beautifully. Like maybe, you know, yeah. Yeah. maybe maybe Tucker met the guy. Um. Because I think the guy is still alive. Maybe mm-hmm. he met him and tried to be him, but it's like it's such a small character. Yeah. It's it's just it just came off so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think overall the overall package of this film uh, left me feeling good at the end. I just I liked it. I liked the performances. I liked the story. We know this. We know you know the bones of the story, the the skeleton of the story, but we didn't know some of the other some of the stuff. But yeah. the facts are the facts, right? He yeah, signed AJ. with Nike. 
How about how about the uh, Marlon Wayne's character, George Raveling, who has the had the piece of paper of the I have a dream? Yeah, that is mm-hmm. true. Yeah, that it is, is true. absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, they, they try, just they, stuck that in there. For yeah, that they bit. said that at the end. They they tr- somebody tried to pay him three million dollars for it. He, he wouldn't do mm-hmm. it. Um, he gave it to some college, but um, uh, I thought that was a cool little thing. God, I wish there was more Marlon Wayans in this movie. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one little scene. I thought it was fucking great. <clears throat> yeah, again, with it, 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 I don't want to get canceled, but you know, by saying you know black people are interchangeable. But what if they swapped those two? What if it was Marlon Wayans <laughs> swapped with Chris Tucker? I don't know if things would have been different or not. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, listen, we could have swapped white people too. It's, it, I'm just, oh yeah, big time. Nothing to do with race, right? Yeah, right. To be I fair, you, I bet you Messina would have played, played a great fault uh, fault attorney. Let's do it. Let, um, actually, let's take a minute to talk about Chris Messina. Like, who is this guy, by the way? Do I know this fucking guy? Don't is you he, know Christmas? He was on the Mindy Project. I um, didn't watch that. Hold on. I'm bringing up his film. He's, he's in some other stuff uh, that I saw recently. Um, he was in something else I saw very recently. What the fuck? Hmm. He's in Argo, which I love. Uh, yeah, I don't remember him in that. Oh, he was Victor Zaz in Birds of Prey. Uh, oh, Harley Quinn. Okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, all right. Hold on, the news room. Okay. Other than that, not really. I never watched The Sinner. I never watched. Oh, Game I because ju- I just saw. Um, I care a lot. Okay. Oh, okay. That. Okay. Oh, he. Oh, he was on Six Feet Under. He was Ted Farewell on Six Feet Under. He had six episodes. All right. Mm-hmm. That dude in this movie is so fucking funny. Yeah, he's great. As the agent from Michael Jordan. I mean, those scenes are just... he's He encompasses... Like, there, there could be an argument to be made that it was like a little like, all right, he's an agent. We get it. But he right, was he's a prick. And so flamboyant and just like... Mm-hmm. Like in such like an alpha way. Like, it, it was just... It was great. <laughs> Is eating dinner. I came up with. Didn't I say Air Jordan? <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> yeah. Remember he and yells at this empty. I said Air Jordan, right? The office is empty. <laughs> he he might be he might be the best character in the movie. Yeah, he yeah, stole he the fun. show. So on many scenes, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was chewing up scenery. That guy. He is worth the the price of admission. I mean, I, I actually thought it was kind of brilliant too. Like. That scene in the boardroom, he didn't say a fucking word. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he just, and then at the end, he was like, "You'll hear from us." He's kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. it, 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 I thought that was great. I thought that made sense. You know, the agent mm-hmm. isn't going to get involved in that part. You know, it's the, it's the, it's the client talking to 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 the agency. He wasn't supposed to get involved, so he just shut up and he let the whole thing happen. I thought that was really cool. And he, just like as as a as a whole, like I just thought, Chris Messina again. I don't again. I I don't really know the guy that well, but God, he was good. I hope to see him more. Yeah, yeah, you will. I think. I hope so. So AJ, I mean, how was this nostalgic for you? Like, did you feel it was? It, yeah. it was nostalgic, and and um, did you know, ever I own just, Air Jordans, AJ? I never owned a pair of Air. Yeah, Jordans. we were too broke. <laughs> Yeah, we were too broke growing up. <laughs> yeah, we we like our dad just got like there were fucking five of us. I mean, yeah. whatever bargain bin sneakers we could get at the time. Had those fucking kangaroos yeah. with like yeah. that yeah. little zipper in the tongue. Yeah, yeah. whatever on. was on sale at Caldor when he was working there part time. Exactly, remember? exactly. And you get the employee discount, so yeah, yeah. fucking get that shit from Caldor. 
But it, it was nostalgic. Calder was underrated. It was nostalgic to a degree. I, I loved I loved watching him break down that shot because mm-hmm. in Come Fly With Me, like they show that shot. Like yeah. it's part of the it's part yeah. of that 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 VHS I had. Yeah. Come fly with me. Oh, I gotta, we got to find that DVD for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Actually, um, is that still a thing, DVDs? Is that still? Uh, probably not. Streaming somewhere. <laughs> Blu-ray, maybe. Um, but, yeah, so it was nostalgic to that to that side of it. But, like, yeah. you know, obviously the business end of it, you know, right. I was a kid. I wasn't really paying all that much attention. But it is fascinating to, to know about that stuff. And as opposed to the Tetris movie, which I thought – well, that would have been great as a documentary. This, I think, worked as a dramatic presentation. Yeah, with it was actors. way more personal. Way more personal. Right. It worked much, 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 much better. Yeah. In that respect. So, yeah, one film. You know, it's just that sort of you know that juxtaposition. I guess I don't know. I I enjoyed this immensely, and you know, I don't know. I, I can't wait to throw my score at it because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, mm. I think I, I have a feeling um, we'll probably the whole um, I, one of my favorite episodes from the beginning of this year, because, but based on 2022 was when we did our, our top 10 favorite movies and then broke mm. it, you know, and did the rankings. I love that. I think this is going to be in there. I don't know. Again, Marky, Marky isn't exactly uh, the, the, I can't picture Marky, you know, going and playing fucking five on five down at a local uh, <laughs> basketball court. Um, but I, th- I actually, my guess is he probably liked Tetris a little more than Air. I'm actually kind of fifty. I'm I'm kind of in the middle with both of them. I like them about both. There, eh, we'll get to that. Um, I don't know. I think this is going to be when we do our top ten at the end of this year. I think this will probably. I think, I think it has a. I think I it has a, a good chance. Although this this year has some. Some bangers coming out, but I think maybe this. I mean, right now it's 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 up there for me. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's definitely, it's definitely, it, it's it's there. So, mm. all right. Uh, yeah, can, we, can I just yeah. say one other thing? To like on on the say everything. Uh, what uh, Air Jordans has become, like especially nowadays, the like those limited edition sneakers they put out that cost like. Fifteen hundred dollars a fucking pair, <laughs> and people line up and like sleep out overnight to get these fucking sneakers, and <laughs> it, it is like this insane like luxury business now, like where these sneakers are thousands and thousands of dollars, and like yeah. there's collectors that you know they get to buy two pairs, one to wear and one to fucking save because it's going to become a collector's item you know, and be worth twice as much 10 years from now, like what Air Jordans has become now from what it was when we saw it is just insane. It's a yearly multi-billion dollar industry. Billion. Every year. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's one of my... Have you guys heard this, uh, like, uh, fact or a little stat that people throw out all the time now? I've heard it a bunch recently. But... Like, you know, like when you hear a million dollars, it sounds like a ton and a billion dollars really sounds like a ton. But the difference between a million and a billion is fucking insane. Like a million seconds is 12 days. A billion seconds is uh, 
over 31 years. <laughs> That's fucking crazy yeah. how yeah. much a billion is. Yeah. Like you don't really realize how much a billion is yeah. until you put it in terms like that. And like Jordan now, because of that fucking his mother doing that is worth like a couple billion dollars yeah like his yeah. net worth is in the billions yeah because of that fucking one thing and it like always will have be. A, a piece of this right as much and, as it, as much yeah. as he tries to piss it away at the casinos right yeah. <laughs> no his because his passive his passive income is just through the roof yeah almost a half a billion a year yeah a year he's yeah. getting a half a billion dollars like fucking crazy and that's just but he can go out and make more anytime right. he wants. That's just know? passive income. Yeah. A speaking engagement, he's going to make a couple of mil. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like it's yeah. just fucking crazy. So, my goodness. So, I guess, I guess, yeah, we can, uh, we can do a, a, a ratings for this. Uh, AJ? I'm a solid four and a quarter. Okay. Mm hmm. Okay. I'm just above. I'm four and a half, actually. I, I love it. Whoa. I, wow. This is, wow. yeah, one of my. Top movies I've seen in a while. So what did I what did I say about Tetris? Three, Three and a half. half. So mm-hmm. I I think now that we've talked about it a little more, I I like this a little bit more. But there were some things that got on my nerves about it. So I'm going to say three point seven five. For, for okay. This. I liked it. Maybe Sounds if I watch score. it again, I might go up a bit. But still, that's still certified fresh. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. of the things got on my nerves a little bit. So all right. Anyway, speaking of things getting on my nerves, the Celtics are about to go down fucking two nothing. Oh fuck no! Are they really? Um, yeah, they were. They were winning by fucking twelve a couple minutes ago, and now they're down three under a minute. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyways, um, sorry to upset you, DP. This isn't the year. But yeah. Um, before we call this an evening, uh, DP. Hmm. Are you up for the question of the week? Should we? Do oh my god, we forgot been... the question of the week. That's yeah, right. We've been, we've now, we've had you know some hours to keep drinking. Mm-hmm. So the answers could get different unless you want to save That's it. True. Yeah. You know. No. Let's do one. I got like I've got a whole bunch like in the chamber here. I mm-hmm. couldn't decide earlier which one I wanted to go with. <clears throat> but uh, I figured the, this week we're gonna make it a little more fun. You know, we're not gonna get deep into feelings and shit mm. this week we're just gonna have uh a, a fucking good time and uh the question of the week if you could do like one thing that pretty much only happens in like movies and tv and shit like what would it be like so for instance you know it, you know in the movies is the only time you see people like oh we got a tail Beige sedan, three cars back, right? Mm-hmm. Like at some point in my life, I would love to look in my mirror and say, oh, we got a tail. Or, you know, fun shit like that. For me, one day before I die, I want to like have to like pull the fire alarm in a building in order to like sneak out with the crowd so I don't get caught. Mm. Or maybe, you know, crash my car through one of the fucking parking garage gates to escape a chase you know oh yeah something fun yeah. like that so what, yeah. what about you guys what's something you've seen in the movies and you're like oh, Jesus, i want to do that in real life <laughs> wow that's a that's a good question um okay yeah no dp i i can i can answer that all right um here's one i want to do i want to do something like awful to somebody 
and then throw money at them because of what I did. <laughs> like, do you remember the scene in like the, the Godfather when Sonny mm-hmm. fucking attacks the cameraman outside <laughs> and smashes the camera and then just throws money on the guy and then fucking walks away? I want to do that at some point. I want to be that rich that I can just do something horrific to somebody and then pull out some cash, just throw mm-hmm. some hundreds down and every and we're good. Like we're, we're right. straight. We're straight. You just fucking you just humiliated me in front of like the entire press. But you threw fucking four hundred down on me, so we're we're straight. I want to do that. Can I tell you one thing I did do once? Uh, actually, more than once. But the first time I did it, I was like, "Well, I've seen this done in movies, so I'll give it a try." But this was, you know, years ago when I actually like go out to clubs where there'd be a line to get in, and I just walked up to the fucking front and handed the bouncer like a twenty, like gave him the the handshake, like, yeah. "Hey, can we get in?" And he took the money and fucking let us right in. <laughs> I was like, yes, I felt like such a fucking boss. Yeah, <laughs> and I only good. tried it because I've seen it in movies, so I fucking gave it a whirl, and it goddamn worked. Yeah. <laughs> There was a night where we, we, you and I were in Boston and we knew the bouncer. He let us in. Yeah, fucking bounce. Mike O'Brien, yeah. right? People were steamed in line oh, over yeah. that. Yeah. There was a long ass line, too. Yeah. OB just let us right yeah. in. AJ. <laughs> we were like uh, Affleck and Damon in Harvard Square when Casey was bouncing. What's yeah. Up, Case? <laughs> so this is a habit, bah, huh? <laughs> Got to be equations on the walls and shit. <laughs> AJ, do you have one? God, so when I was in high school, we would like <clears throat> we'd be doing like soccer double sessions and we we'd go to this sub place and get lunch or whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. inevitably, because I drove a shitbox, we would come down Willow Street towards back towards Austin Prep, and there was always like this. The railroad tracks and you could sort mm-hmm. of like get some air if you took it mm-hmm. fast enough yeah. but in the movies like I would love to like jump my car over something right like, Dukes of Hazard <laughs> style dude right, right. <laughs> like, an actual, like an actual gap like some yeah. kind of gap you don't want to jump the shark though that's that's right. like, you don't want to be the fawns <laughs> right you don't want to do that I don't want to be Gene Cousineau. Yeah, well, Sorry. yeah, because then you'll be associated with just fucking everything, anything that sucks in history. You know, you jump the shark. You don't want that. Yeah, just want to like get away from something by jumping over a gap in something with yeah. my vehicle. Yeah, yeah, that does that does work in movies, except for Road Trip. Remember they jumped that bridge in Road Trip, and then the, whole- <laughs> the car falls apart. <laughs> I said would make it. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Road Trip, super underrated movie, by so the way. Hilarious. Yeah, I love that movie. Fucking great. Big all fan. Right. Haven't listen, seen it in ages. Listen, we fooled <laughs> we fooled around long enough tonight. All right? Do you like my uh, do you like my Gene Cousineau reference? Of course, yeah. That's that should be. Oh, speaking of which, uh, if we have any recommendations uh before we close it up, TP had mentioned if you had, I think, was it you, the DP, that talked about Barry a couple weeks ago, or was that AJ? That was me. Uh, it was AJ, okay. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's been good. Can I give a quick recommendation before we close? Yeah, close I, I have one, too. All right. Um, I watched a show, uh, excuse me, a movie. It just popped up, because when you go on Rotten Tomatoes, you can, like, search movies at home 
I think we talked about this before. Yeah. You could put in, you know, the the mm-hmm. genre and the the fucking platform and the rating and whatever you're looking for. I found this movie called The Year Between. Randomly, just great reviews. I forget how good they were. I didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only people in it that you guys would know would be Steve Buscemi, as Marky would call him, Steve Buscemi. Um, he and does call him. And if you, uh, if you guys, did you, either of you. Jamokes watch us uh, succession. No, okay, I do a, not. Yeah, a girl I, on it. Wait, um, you don't either, AJ? No, I thought I was the only human on the planet that didn't watch succession. I actually right, gave good. up on it at the end of the yeah, anyways. Oh, um, yeah. there's somebody mm-hmm. who's in succession who's in this movie. This movie again, it's called The Year Between, it came out in 2023. It's, it's written, directed, and the lead is this girl named Alex Heller who had literally mm-hmm. never been in anything before she did this movie, other than I'm sure she did, you know, shorts and, you know, college shit and stuff like right. that. But it's a story of this girl who's bipolar and has a complete nervous breakdown at college. And she comes home and lives with her family. Her parents are the two that I just mentioned. And there's, you know, two other siblings. And she is just a fucking nightmare of a human being. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to get herself together. And she's going to therapy and taking meds and, you know, trying to get a job and, you know, trying to just be a part of society but she's fucking nuts and i remember watching it going wow like who is this girl like she's so good she's crazy like dp dp take me and my craziness Mm -hmm. multiply it by 10 and then make me like a 23 year old girl like that's what this fucking girl (laughs) is she's crazy so i i look it up this girl is actually bipolar Mm-hmm. reality alex heller she's bipolar and she this is kind of like a, a biopic almost about her about her life mm-hmm. it's very good it's really watchable the performances are great the story's great alex heller alone she's so bizarre the shit that flies out of this girl's mouth is just she is clearly bipolar uh i i, I really enjoyed it and it is this month is Mental Health Awareness Month, um, so mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a good time to watch it. It's on the cock, AJ. Before before you uh, ask, it is on my next the, question. The the peacock. It's uh it's it's good. I really enjoyed it. She is, um, you know, I don't know if if she has a huge career ahead of her or not because of her mental illness. Maybe maybe it will. Maybe she'll maybe she'll fall. Right. I don't know, but she is. <laughs> Very fucking talented, and uh, I really she's bipolar, so it could go either way, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) things could go really bad or really good, nothing in the middle. Um, so but it's definitely worth a watch. I thought it was really good. I think you guys would like it. Like I said, like I said, DP, you'll watch it and be like, There's a little of TW in this, (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah, I'm telling you, some of her lines, I'm like, That's something I would say. So, (laughs) um, I think you guys might like it. So any recommendations for you, bros? Uh, I got one. Uh, it's been, God, uh, close to a month now since uh, it, it dropped on um, uh, Netflix. John Mulaney's new stand-up special, Baby oh, J. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched it. It is fucking brilliant. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. uh, I've watched a, a, a few from this year like uh chris rock had one yeah. uh mark Marin had a fucking great one on hbo he's brilliant yeah uh, uh nate bargatze who's one of my favorite newer comics had one which was great tp uh, i didn't i didn't love nate bargatze's one 
Yeah, I didn't love it, it. it wasn't as good as his previous. He's one, usually sure. so yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, yeah, I, I love Nate Bargatze. His last one, not as good as his first one. Um, Mulaney, who has had some great fucking specials over the years, mm-hmm. uh, uh, took a couple of years off because he was in uh, rehab and shit. Like, I, I had a big drug problem, went to rehab. Mulaney did really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. And so oh, no, he doesn't the, strike me as the type. Right. And, and uh, this special, he talks all about his, you know, drug addiction mm-hmm. and what he went through in rehab and shit. And it is fucking hilarious. Okay. My okay. favorite stand-up special so far this year. It is so fucking great. Um, again, like I love Mulaney too. I think he's one of the better fucking comics working today. Yeah. yeah. And this to me was like his like magnum opus i okay. i loved this stand-up special from him and, and I, I think a lot of it is because it was so very clearly personal yeah. for him you know and uh it was fucking hilarious so I'm fucking in. great yeah totally in. definitely I'm check it out that. it's called baby J. it's on netflix now yeah i've seen i've seen it advertised i just hadn't checked it out yet mm. so. oh, aj you got anything before excellent. we call it a night um, just a couple things. One, this is not a deep cut. Maybe we should review this in a couple of weeks because it just came out on Paramount Plus. Is the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves? Mm. Chris Chris Aiden watched it. He he really yeah. liked it. It yeah. was uh, it was hilarious and awesome, and I loved it. Okay, can you AJ? Can you watch it if you don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Okay, because yes. I know you know I yes. you know I liked I I was interested in girls growing up, not you know jerking Easy. off my buddies. I'm oh, sorry, it was <laughs> it was a ton of fun. Okay, uh, Chris Pine's fucking hilarious. He's so funny in it. Uh, we should probably review it. But the other one is I talked to uh, I think we talked the other day about this um, uh, the show on Apple shrinking with Jason uh, yeah. Segal mm-hmm. and um, Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should watch that. I think it it's one of the producers of Ted Lasso was involved in this, but yeah, Brett know, Goldstein, Brett yeah. Goldstein, uh, the guy that plays, um, you know, the uh, uh, what's his name, Roy, Roy Kent. I love Roy Kent. Yeah, he, he Goldstein is one of the producers on it for for sure, and uh, it's terrific. It's like a quick binge. I don't know if there's a second season coming, but it's re- uh, it's been renewed for a second season. Okay, good, good, right. good, because. It's Jason, Jason Siegel, but he's uh you know recently a widowed uh, guy with his wife died in a car accident and he's a therapist and then one day he decides to start <laughs> telling his patients like the truth the like truth. the yeah. truth what they you know instead of enabling them or whatever yeah and mm-hmm. um, his colleagues one of them is Harrison Ford in a tour de force total tour de force. Um, so he's good. great in it, and I forget the actress's name who plays the other therapist in the office. She's awesome, and um, the other one that I love is the the neighbors next door. They're yeah. terrific. Yeah, oh it's my Ted, God. it's Ted McGinley from uh, from Mary with Children. Right, right, and his wife. Eventually, I I grow to love her. Hysterical. Um, and the other girl is uh, the other girl is Jessica Williams. She's in uh, Booksmart. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. she's terrific. Um, it's just a great cast. It's a good story. It's super bingeable. And uh, like, you know, it's sort of like one of those stories where the next episode picks up like right where the last one left off. So it's like very bingeable. Um, I loved it. Shrinking. 
It's really, really good. I'm starting to really get into Apple. Just some yeah. great stuff on there. Yeah, I mean, Apple was where... Um, what's that movie we loved, AJ? Um, uh, Coda. Well, Coda, but the, the school... Mass. Mass. That came out yes. on Apple. Mass. Yes, but Coda's, Coda's obviously like... An yeah, Oscar one best winner. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> Mass should have won some awards, but um, yeah, Shrinking. I've watched it. It's great. I was on it every week. I, I couldn't get enough of it. Really. Oh my really God, did you show. see? Oh, totally. Did you see Two Berries ago, where the director of Coda was was on there? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Barry's been fucking wild this season. Oh my so, God. Anyways, I've loved it. I've loved to watch Barry. Everyone. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's it tonight, guys. Um, uh, okay. Okay. Can I just bring yeah. up? Oh yeah. Two, yeah. two sorry, quick sorry. things, sorry. real De- quick, De- before, De- before we wrap. Uh, De- one. De- uh, De- this was one. De- De- <laughs> where? De- De- <laughs> so you know, in the past, well, well, like I brought like. The uh, you know, top whatever list, and you guys are trying to guess like, oh, what's yeah, in the yeah. top ten? Uh, I was gonna do one recently because the the Hollywood Reporter uh put out their list of the fifty best movies of the twenty first century so far. Huh. Um, you guys I like that? Go online and look it up because it's not even worth talking about. Like, uh, uh their number one movie. Is one no one's ever fucking heard of it? You know, it's su- it's super pretentious list. Put it this way: one of there will be blood was an honorable mention. Oh fuck off! <laughs> like how how is that not in the top fifty? Suck Come on, dick. get the Assholes. fuck out! Of here. This movie called Yee Yee was number one. It, I've never fucking it heard like of it. it Korean or something? Like yeah, a... It, it's a Taiwanese new oh, wave. Fuck off cinema <laughs> exactly so it, it wasn't That's worth false. bringing to the podcast but if you're out there and you want to throw make our own a make, little bit yeah let's make uh, our own check it out you know that's a good idea maybe the the movie council should show the hollywood reporter how it's fucking yeah. done and come yeah. up with our own top 50 yeah. yeah the movie council podcast should dip our nuts into that well what's the name of them? the hollywood <laughs> well, dip my balls the hollywood reporter it. Yeah, we're gonna put our nuts in the Hollywood Reporter's mouths, collective mouth. Yeah, I want to balls. Our, our collective balls yeah. and their collective mouth. Yes, collective mouths. Yeah. Mouth, mouths, mouth. mouths. Uh, Greg, uh, sure. <laughs> Deep. Um, that look like that. Greg. What is that? That look. Yeah, that look like the predator right there that I was. <laughs> It really was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you the, guys can't see it. The, the AJ looks like he's Futurama. being Groucho Marx. <laughs> yeah, he's just got like a Groucho Marx cigar going. If you guys can, all right. Anyways, you can't. People can't see. Uh, this is a great idea. Pay. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like a kazoo, AJ. Yeah, yeah. It might be a kazoo. DP, write something down about what I just said about the yeah. nuts in the mouths of the Hollywood. Right. Right. Just, gotcha. write it, just, get a pen. I, I got a pencil. It reminds me like, do you have a actually have a pencil? Do you have a pencil? <laughs> Michael's asking Pam to write notes at the beach day. Yeah, <laughs> just write 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 some things down there. 
Remember when Pam would bring the notes to Michael, like that, like there weren't really notes, which is like a smiley face. And Michael, yeah. like, no, I can't take that call right now. Like he loved it. <laughs> One of them said, "Hiya, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, but TP, yeah, it's gone off the rails. Uh, let's, yeah, yeah the Hollywood, the Holly, what are they? What are they called? The other Hollywood something? The Hollywood Reporter. Hollywood who the, who are they? Yeah, they? they're they're a bunch of cunts. But yeah. yeah, the fuck Hollywood Reporter. Mm-hmm. I even looked that up. Um, yeah, they just, um, just made the list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> they made the list. Yeah. Big time. Uh, um, I am drunk. It just happened. Uh, you just made the list. <laughs> just, I'm also a bit. I'm a bit tired. Uh, this is gonna take forever to finish this now that I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> let's just. I, I I say that to. I've said that many times. Anyways, um, yeah, that's what she said. Hey, but but GP, that's a good idea. We should we should try to put together our top 50 50 list of best the 21st century. It's 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, maybe we'd set our sights a little lower and go for a top 10. But, you know, yeah, definitely. Definitely worth uh, putting it together. You know, a lot of movies. God damn. Right, All right. right. Well, anyways, I can't even wrap my head around that right now. Let's uh, <laughs> let's call it an evening. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure if we're gonna be back next week or the week after. AJ's got some ideas. We'll talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll keep you guys posted as much as we can. Um, but I think we'll call it an evening. Listen, good job tonight, guys. A couple of good movies. Uh, good, if, mm-hmm. if anybody's looking for some movie recommendations, Air and Tetris, I'd watch them both personally. For so. sure. Uh, watch Air first. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right, yeah. well, uh, for myself, for DP, for AJ, for the Collective Movie Council, Marky, we missed you tonight, buddy. Hope we'll see you in a week or two. You guys have a great, let's see, drop some money. You guys have a great week and a better weekend, and we will see you the following week. We'll talk to you. Good night. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> Fuck you, Celtics. Got to be equations on the walls and shit. The Movie Council is adjourned.